Howdy yokes and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edge Hill. And today we're bringing you a heartwarming Christmas movie. Or maybe just a superhero movie in the middle of April. So figure out what your superpowers are. And say my name. Because today we're bringing you... Shazam! Shazam! Iron Man 3 was released in 2013. <laughs> On like a 120 million yeah, budget? It made over a billion dollars, uh, which was nuts. No. Shazam was released whenever Tyler's about to say it was. Shazam was released on April 5th, 2019. That's just five days ago from this recording. We're doing new movies again, Ethan. We've been on a streak of new movies. I feel like maybe we should switch to like an older flick. I don't know. We can do that. I, I don't care. We'll figure out what we want to do before the end of the weekend. Uh, anyway, it was on a $100 million budget, made $159.1 million worldwide opening weekend. Uh, it's got an 84%, nope, that's not right, 91% critic rating. Nope, and, I forgot to change it. It was a 90, uh, 90 and on, a 90% audience rating and the 71 on Rotten Tomatoes. Is and the 71 on Metacritic. Uh, uh, we are not joined by a guest this week. It is just Ethan and Tyler, which means we can do like old segments. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. And it's actually, I think my plan for the next few weeks is to just no guests. Yeah, you're getting not what you want. You're getting the host. Just the you and me. Listen, Vegard, you were wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us on Bacon and Egg. We're not shying from guests because of you. We just... We got to take I a break from that. Need, we just need some some tiny Ethan time. Yeah, because we'll you, you and me together can do yeah. anything. Baby! Oh, man. That was my first dance song. I don't know if you knew that. I did. I cried like a did small child. Yep. Did you weep? Yep. I was like, I wouldn't even when you told me to you were going to do it, I was like, you. oh man, that's, that's okay. Whatever. Like that's a song. And then it started playing. I was like, <laughs> you know, do you know what my mom, okay. my mother's son first dance was though? What? I, I don't remember. It's time after time. That was it. Iron and yep. wine. Iron and wine. That's a freaking banger, dude. It is. Oh God. Anyway, do you have a positive? Uh, nope. You do negative, though. Negative. Yeah, I have a negative review. Shazam? I can neg this movie. I feel like, yeah, you can. You can. Uh, no, right, actually, I, I, I sort of picked my negative review because I do sort of agree with it. Um, and Matt Ward of Cinematic Consideration says, In a vacuum, Shazam is an exceptionally average film. Among superhero movies, and especially those outside the Marvel brand, there's a lot to like about it. I, I agree a lot with what he's saying. Yeah. It's like, this is some solid phase two. We will we will get deeply into that here in just a second. But Tyler, I would love to hear a positive review. Yeah, Josh, jo this is a hard name to say. Joshua Rothkopf of Time Out, it's top critic. This is a top review, the top review on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Uh, four out of five stars. For a long, glorious stretch, Shazam plays like the anti-Nolan antidote it is. And I think that's an important review because I, I haven't seen Aquaman, but I've seen the rest of the DCEU and I can see his complaint in that one sentence. For sure, it's for like, sure. oh, we're gonna just keep making the Dark Knight badly. Yeah, we've got it. Gritty. Gritty Superman. Oh, Marvel's Zod. over there. Marvel's over there doing their thing. They've got charming and funny. What are we gonna left with gritty gritty uh in a world where all your favorite superheroes suck no but um i did I, let, let me let's do we have a do we want to do a binaries we do need to do a binary uh ladies and gentlemen binary reviews on bacon and eggs are brought to you as well as the rest of the show by carlin brothers coffee always a now, one yes always a one now this episode that you're listening to came out on April 11th, 2019. Mother's Day is May 12th. So we have 31 days for you to figure out what you're getting your mom for Mother's Day. And there's no better gift than a CB 
CBC. That's not your report card, that's Carlin Brothers Coffee. You can even throw an extra CB onto the end of that for cold brew. I love the cold brew, but they actually sell other products. I talk about the cold brew every week. You do talk even, about the cold brew is, a lot. I, I think it's like the greatest creation of all time. If you haven't tried Carlin Brothers Cold Brew and you're looking for something to spend a little bit of money on, this is what you should do. I've you got should some buy it. in the mail right now on its way to me. Do you really? Did you I use do. promo yeah. code BACON at checkout? Of course. I use promo yeah. code BACON at checkout. Anyway, you were going to ask me a question about Carlin Brothers Coffee. I have do a hard have time a... saying Carlin Brothers Coffee. My, it's, my... Our last name is a very weird name because C-R-L is like Carl. Yeah. It's like a weird group of consonants. Yeah. My, my mouth doesn't want to get all the way around that Arlen. Carlin. So it just, it, to, it sort of ends up being like Colin Brothers Coffee. Colin Brothers Colin Coffee. Brothers Co- Callan Ratty. Colin and Ratty. You're Colin asking me a question. I interrupted you again because I suck. Uh, favorite Carlin Brothers Coffee product or maybe your favorite place to drink Carlin Brothers Coffee. Oh, uh, my favorite Carlin Brothers Coffee product is just honestly the standard coffee. Like I really thought I was going to enjoy the cold brew more and I got my hands on a sweet, sweet bag of those beans and man, there is just nothing better you know, you take out you take out your coffee hammer and you spend three hours hammering each individual bean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, you don't do that. You use a coffee grinder. I got it for twelve dollars at Walmart. It works just fine. Um, but no, you, there's nothing better than just dumping that dumping those beans into the thing. Just and then you pour it in the coffee maker and depending on the time your coffee maker takes, you have a cup of coffee and it smells wonderful and it is warm and it's like a hug for the inside of your body. I love that. That's beautiful. You can, can drink it black or you cannot. It's it's can good both ways. Can coffee story, Ethan? Absolutely. So I've been going through like a stressful time in my life and we'll get more into this later in the show. Uh, but basically I'm going from one job to another and that, that switch is very stressful. Tonight before we recorded the show, I sat on my patio and listened to one neighbor mow the lawn, one neighbor listened to jazz music, watched my dogs run around, drank some Carlin Brothers coffee and just did a little bit of unwind, unwind time. Ethan, there is no better feeling in the world than unwind time with Carlin Brothers Yeah, there's coffee. nothing I think of more when I think of unwind than a steaming hot cup of caffeine. You know, you might think that that's a, a strange flex. You may, but we sawed a boat in half and put it back together with flex tape. Okay. That's the kind of flex I'm making right now. Um, Flex tape could probably fix your coffee pot, but Carlin Brothers <laughs> coffee fixes your woes. It does fix your woes. And right now, uh, listeners of Bacon and Eggs can go to carlinbrotherscoffee.com slash discount slash bacon and use promo code bacon at checkout for 10% off any order, any order whatsoever. That means you can get off. the beans. You can get the grounds. You can get the tea. The Super Carlin Brothers tea infused with ginger peaches. Oh, it's so good. It's it's all so good. You can get good. the cold brew. You can get t-shirts, mugs. You can get, if you need a cold brew kit for making your own cold brew at home, you can get that. If you need a French press, you can get that. It's your one-stop shop for your coffee experience. You can order or enter promo code BACON and check out and get caffeinated. They even have a copper tea tin. They have uh, logo stickers. They have uh, an infuser basket for your tea. Home brew, home cold brew kit if you don't want to... Uh, keep shilling out for the Carlin Brothers Cold Brew six packs, cold brew filters. I mean, they, they've got it all. You can get whatever you want. I did actually order some of the English breakfast tea as well. Did you? Have you had it? No, it has not gotten here. Gotcha. It is with the cold brew on the way. Gotcha. But yeah, there's English breakfast and ginger peach black tea. Uh, and now anyway, on with the binary review of Shazam. I know I've been putting it on. Oh, wait, hold on. Last thing. Promo code bacon at checkout. 10% off any order. CarlinBrothersCoffee.com. Back to our binary review of Shazam. I'm having a hard time with this one, Ethan. So I'm going to defer to you first because I don't know my answer and I might need some inspiration. So this you. is a tough one. Okay, let's just let's just get some, some cold hard facts out there to begin with. Uh, at the time that we saw this, it was ranked like a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. It has since dropped to 
a 91%. And that is just alarming. It is crazy how well it is scored. Right. Like, I am shocked. And I get it. I do honestly get it because it is one of those movies that just sort of defies the nature of how Rotten Tomatoes works. Where, like, anything considered fresh is counted toward the fresh score and anything considered rotten is counted toward the rotten score. It's binary. And I can definitely see why people would give it, you know, a five or above or a six or above. I can definitely see that. Out of ten. Out of ten, yeah. I can definitely, you know, if 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 it was and that's why it scores with some some movies that are higher up, because it doesn't account necessarily for the the gradients there. It accounts for for what the overall feeling was and not like, is this a hundred reviews that are nines or is a hundred reviews that are reviews that are sixes? You know, they score the same way. Right. Well, and this is an important statistic to note. The well, usually it tells you it is not giving me this score right now. Usually it'll say average score three point four out of five or whatever. It actually does not give you. I thought that. it just did that for the audience. It doesn't do it for either. Oh, well, I must have changed that. Usually for the for the critics, it's out of 10. And for the audience, it's out of 5. We are not getting either score. On, so I have no idea what the average is. They have been recently, like, messing around with the way the Rotten Tomatoes works. So Well, yeah, and I get that. Not like uh, not like the, the mechanic of it, just the, the actual website. So, like, I think things are going to come and go. It, it has been updating. We're praying to God for a Rotten Tomatoes app. Yeah, it's uh, a wild think, thing that hasn't happened yet. Even their website on mobile, like, functions like an app. Well. I mean, like it looks like an app. It's got like a menu across the bottom and it's, it's not, it doesn't work like an app. It's not as fluid, but uh, as an app could be. No, but, but be I, would, I would be on this app all day, every day. Hang on. I want to check something real quick. I've never thought to do this before. Hey Siri, what's the Rotten Tomato score for Shazam? I don't Okay, no, that doesn't work either. Mm. Uh, but so you can kind of backdoor that and get Siri to just like, display you the thing. We've had a discussion before. Let me let me posit how this movie ends up as a one. Okay, if we've discussed this before, that like there's a sliding scale for how good a film could be. Right, right. Like Toy Story could only ever be an eight, but it is an eight. Right, you know what I'm saying? The like, easiest scale is out of eight. The easiest way to sort of yeah put this into perspective, but people get upset when I say this is when you when you think about the fact that that things like gymnastics and figure skating and include a degree of difficulty component right where like yeah you got a you got a 10 for this move but your move was only out of five whereas this person got an eight and their move was out of 10 now obviously right. i'm not just talking about difficulty it's not like how hard it was to make the movie it's just there's no really good parallel for that but yeah this is this is a movie that sort of scored maybe like a six out of seven or seven out of eight but it was really only working out of that that's what i was thinking is it to me it lands like a five or six out of seven yeah is that like well no whoa whoa, whoa whoa five out of seven is a perfect score i know i know gotta Praise be careful be there. team toaster yeah uh but no i mean i don't that's a throwback joke. Holy crap. If you get that joke. Yeah, you've been around the block once or thrice. You've been around the, the internet once or thrice. Um, I, so I, I I would say, and this really boils down to like, what are we what are we saying with the binary review? Because we've been back and forth through the through the year and, and some changes we've been doing this. It's like, is the binary a movie you would recommend to a friend or is it a movie that you have to see? Well, that that's a tough so one. So like, I, I would say, and I would love to, since there's not, a, there's not a ton to really dive into with like the plot of this movie, I would love to spend two or three minutes and let's get a firm answer on what we're talking about with the binary. Like, well, let's here, let's okay, you and I decide right now. What does well, a there's, one mean? There's a few components that go into that. So if it's like, if we say a one means a movie that you have to see, I would say that if you want to be a film critic, you have to see Shazam. Like if you want to talk movies and be part of pop culture, you have to see this. Yeah, but I mean, you would say that about every like big deal movie. I would say that about any superhero cinema in 2019, the year yeah. of our Lord, yeah. Thanos. But it's I, I, I'm, I'm less thinking of like you, the aspiring film critic, as more to like... You, the people that listen to this show. Would I recommend listeners of this show see this movie? Yes, 100%. But I don't think listeners of this show have to see this movie. I don't know. This one's so hard. Because, like, let let me just, like, if if I was going to give this a one, 
It's a one that I really liked but did not love. And if I was going to give it a zero, I could say the same thing. It's a, it's a zero that I very much liked. Did you very much like it? Yeah. Can I, let me say this. I don't know where the hype is coming from. I don't either. I, I thought I'll, it was. Like, there are some egregious problems with this film. Okay, well, let's 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 get into those. But are are we saying to you, you're saying it's a one? I'm saying it, it, it's a one because it's a five out of seven. But if it's a five out of seven out of ten, that makes it a zero. You know what I'm saying? Right. I I don't I don't think you have to see it. I think that I would recommend it, but I don't think you have to see it. And I think that it's only it's probably only certain people that I would even recommend it to. Would you send your mom to see it? Like I told my mom, you have to go see Captain Marvel. Yeah, your mom didn't like it. No, she didn't. Yeah, and I heard her neither complaints. Your parents and I actually liked it. get it. Um. Yeah. Well, that movie is not tracking well with the adults. No, it's not doing it like so the, hot. Like the grown people, like the certified TM adults. Uh, but that's a whole different yeah, story. Like, I don't get what, why do you need a movie about girl power? I don't get it. Yeah, I, I you know, I don't <laughs> think that I would say like, hey, Ma, you got to go see this movie. I don't think I would say it, it really to the, to the, per, the person I would receive. The person so you, I would rec- here's the question. Okay, here's the here's the real thing. The person I would recommend this to has already seen Captain Marvel. Shazam. Yeah. Yeah. The person I would recommend this to has already expressed to me because that would be my caveat. It's like they're like, hey, should I go see Shazam? I'm like, I don't know if you seen Captain Marvel because yeah. if you haven't, be like, yeah, you, you, you haven't. Go see Captain Marvel first. If you haven't, go give that movie your money before you give this movie your money. I could definitely see that. Yeah. Because like from a does this movie deserve your dollars perspective, not really. Well, I think I mean in in terms of like is DC taking a step in the right direction? Yes, for is, sure. Is this, is this better than Man of Steel, Justice League, Suicide Squad? I'm trying to think of what other ones they are. I've seen Wonder Woman. It's not better than Wonder Woman, flat out. It's uh, definitely better than Suicide Squad. It's definitely better than Batman vs. Superman. It's definitely better than Justice League. It's definitely, it's definitely better, better than, than Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Uh, and I haven't seen Aquaman, so I can't comment. We gotta see Aquaman. <laughs> what are we, we doing? Really do. I, don't, I don't know why we haven't what seen What are we it. doing <laughs> here? I might Maybe do, we'll review that next let's, week. <laughs> let's, do, let's do a rabbit for Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> problem with rabbit my only issue with rabbit is i have such a hard time watching the movie on rabbit yeah it's got to be a movie i've already seen i do want to revive yeah. the rabbits even if i'm doing them sans tyler well not that you can't be involved i just know that that's like a big time commitment for you it is yeah, yeah. uh we can definitely revive those let us know yeah. if you'd like to join us on rabbits i think we could just make them free yeah they would just be free yeah yeah for for all who want to come listen to uh dvd on tv with ethan as it was originally referred to <laughs> when um, i think we watched scott pilgrim versus the world and i think i just listed the i am DB trivia in as it in sequential order as it happened yeah um i'll say like can we get into to critique yeah let's do it let's do it let's do it um i have i have a problem with this so let's yeah let's hear it what's what are your egregious errors there's one major thing that i felt like didn't get resolved and i've seen a lot of reviews that have been like oh it's great because of this okay and i couldn't is it the fact is it the fact that philadelphia is a city in this fake america where gotham city and metropolis exist no that doesn't bother me that bothers me Uh, a lot it bothers me a lot Right, but that's just like an attention to detail thing. Like they'll they'll figure it out. They'll work on that. Right, but Here's it's my but thing. this is this is my thing though. DC, if you're gonna have an extended universe, if you're gonna have a multi movie canon, attention to detail, you have to hire somebody whose job it is to make sure that everything lines up. It would be ridiculous to include fake cities like Sokovia or Wakanda. No, no, no. But you're 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 <laughs> you. But this is the thing: is Philadelphia exists in a world where New York does not exist, where Chicago does not exist, where Los Angeles does not exist. I don't know if those cities don't exist. I think it's just that, those like, cities are impossible. Those cities are impossible. If Metropolis, not if Metropolis, if Gotham has thirty million people in it, New York is impossible. Well, I think New York would still be like seven million. No, that doesn't work. There's no space for that. Geography, geography disagrees with you on that one. I don't know. I don't know. Here's my problem. Asher Angel, who plays 
Billy Batson yeah. and, and Zachary Levi yeah. aren't the same. How do you mean? Zachary Levi is not acting the way oh, Asher any, Angel's yeah, anything Billy like Billy. Yeah. What he would be. Yeah. It's like they filmed two different movies. Yeah. They never they, like, they clearly never met. Well, they obviously did. I mean, they've gone like on press tours and stuff. No, but like they, 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 they were not like there was no Because Asher Angel was this like gritty dark and uh Ryan George over on uh Screen Rant made a good point of this in the in the uh pitch meeting. He was like Asher Angel plays this like dark, gritty orphan teenager and Shazam is this like privileged white kid. Look, his name's Billy Batson. That's literally who he, he's Bat's son. He plays yeah, he's Bruce D- Wayne Jr. Wait, as Damian Wayne. No, but like that's what his character <laughs> is. The whole time right. I was like I was like he's really living up to his Bat son name. Yeah, I literally he plays thought this, that. like dark gritty 14 year old and like the whole time he's like he's like sad and he run away runs away from places and then he turns into Shazam and he's like I'm going to go buy beer. I will and tell eat you. Candy. I will tell you. Yeah, first of all, that kid doesn't like candy. Exactly. That kid does not that kid care doesn't about have candy. time for candy. Candy. Or exactly. friends. Or any of that. Right. And I get, I think, get I think that, you've like, got a story where Shazam, like, discovers this power and, like, is against the system. Right. And then learns against a villain that he can do something good for the world. But instead, you get this, like, oh, I've decided because I stood up to bullies one time, I'm this saint. Look, I will say they have one one similarity that I did love. Both Zachary Levi as Shazam and Asher Angel as Billy Batson have incredible posture. Yeah. Those no those that. people stand so straight. The whole time that I was watching the kid on screen, I was like, this kid stands straighter than any other child ever. Yeah. Except for Eggsy. Yeah, but he's he's something else. Anyway, yeah, no, they're two they're two totally incongruous characters that don't they, they should meet in the middle somewhere, at least they don't. Right. I didn't feel like like I, I think you should have included I think this would have been made, made it a little easier for me, is if there was a girl Billy Batson was into. Doesn't have to be like a big part of the film, but like he sees this girl and he's like, Oh, I like that girl. I make some sort of more relatable because like I'm not an orphan I, like right that's already not a relatable storyline for me but like if you give him something every teenage boy experiences where it's like oh there's this girl that he likes and then he turns into Shazam and he like says something to her you know and you get this like joke where it's like oh he's Zachary Levi he's like 40 now right and, and they set that up with him like knowing who his sister yeah was. his sister was which was like a hey step bro kind of moment I mean they're not family like you could have made that it would have been oh, weird I think you could have for sure you could have for sure but like she was like she's like about to graduate go off to college and he's like 13 that would have been weird yeah um, no I agree with you yeah no they're two just totally incongruous characters it was like they filmed all of Zachary Levi's scenes and then were like oh right we need he's Billy Betts. we need a uh, an alternate uh, you know an alter identity I did like I will say this when it comes to like superheroes and powers and, and the use of that I did like that anytime he'd say Shazam and the like lightning bolt would strike him he like used that as a weapon he used it, more a, than it was a, first of all it was a problem and then it was a weapon I was like this is this this is how you do this. This is good. Yeah. No, I, I am here for that. That was very cool. Uh, I will say this has the same problem also, if I can move on from the incongruous yeah, of their characters. This has the same problem as Wonder Woman in Mark Strong. The, that the villain is just a cupcake? The villain is not just a cupcake. He's like a cartoon character. Yeah. Well, that's DC. He's like the, the bad guy from Kim Possible where he's like, I'm evil. Yeah, that's DC for you. That's just how the characters are. Right. But like, it didn't have to be that way. You could have put Shazam up against like Lex Luthor, who you've already introduced. Right. That could have been cool. Right. I mean, or I, don't, Deathstroke, I don't have a problem with, I don't have a problem with Thad Savannah. I think they could have just made him a little bit more. Could have given him like a real philosophy or right. something. Right. Any, yeah. Any sort of pathos. Yes. Yeah. Pa- that's pathos. the one. Migos. Migos. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That being said, uh, no discredit, not no, not path, ethos, 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 
Yeah. Ethos. That's the one. Yeah. No discredit to Mark Strong, though. Um, love that guy. Not his fault. Yeah. Not his fault. Love that guy. Just and he, I mean, he loves playing these these characters. Oh, yeah. I want Mark Strong for Silver Surfer. You and the Silver Surfer thing, man. I just started reading original Silver Surfer. Okay, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a quote from every single review of Pet Cemetery. Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> Oh, I don't think we're going to get away from Silver Surfer. I think it's going to happen. Uh, it's just a matter I of just the right casting don't choice. want another Fantastic Four reboot. Yo, you're definitely not going to get away from that. I just don't want it. I don't want it. I think the most likely reboots you're going to see with the merger, I think you'll see Fantastic Four in two films before X-Men gets anything. I think, you may yeah, see I think Wolverine that, get pulled over, but I I, I think don't. that an X-Men reboot would be a weird thing. Oh, yeah. I think it like, just... Maybe not let it die, but like... No, I think they should cool absolutely let it 10, die. 50. I think they should let absolutely cool let it 15 die. years. Yeah, 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 for sure. A, a while. A, a good, a good long while. Because, like, you're not gonna, you're just not gonna separate Hugh Jackman from Wolverine. And you're not gonna have a good X-Men movie without Wolverine. Exactly. That's the problem. Is like, and I, I don't, I don't love, I don't love James McAvoy. I don't love Fassbender. I love Michael Fassbender. No, I love Michael Fassbender. I don't love him as Magneto. Like, you're, that was the problem with these movies, is you're never gonna replace Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. Oh, I know. Why did you try? That was the thing is like, yeah, just, just, oh God, you, you have, you still have them. That's the thing is like, I don't, I don't care about first class. I was looking at the, the mm. X-Men RT scores. They actually do pretty well. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. I know this is a me thing. It's just like, I loved those movies so much. I loved all three of the first ones. And they were like, well, we're going to sort of reboot this. It's the same people for part of the movie. And I was like, I don't care. I don't care. Although, if we want to talk about canons and reboots and everything, I thought there was something that was interesting. Um, one of the names, because, you know, Shazam never actually gets a name in this movie or whatever, and he, they, uh, Freddy just gives him 75 different superhero names. One of the names is right. Zaptain America. That's a good one. Which implies that Captain America exists in the DCEU as a I fictional think, character. Right. I think that's what you get. It, like, which is Cap's not there. Which is bonkers. I think you gotta do that. I mean, there have been crossovers. Not on screen. Here's my thing. Here's I mean, the, I the MCU the is in cinema. They're like, well, Batman. I think this is Disney's MO, but I think as far as Marvel Studios goes, they would rather you see every superhero movie than start picking and choosing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If you cut out the DC films, then you might cut out one of their films. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I don't think they they don't they don't see DC as an enemy by any means. Right. Aquaman. It's like weird. Aquaman succeeding at the box office is a success for Marvel. Right. That means they did something right. <laughs> they they got people hyped for a superhero movie without doing any work. Exactly. So yeah, but that I mean that's and, and and DC I'm sure feels the same way about it. Warner Brothers feels the same way about it. I guarantee you, there's like a, a like a like a Google Pixel text message chain between like. The, Kevin Feige and whoever heads the DCEU division of Warner Brothers. It's just like, hey, what you got going on? What's your next thing? What's the next big thing? Uh, yeah, that's that's what I think. I think, yeah, I think uh, all of the above. Can you believe Deadpool 2 is at 83% on Rotten Tomatoes? I totally don't get it. I don't get it either. It wasn't good. It wasn't even like a little good. I might have missed something. I didn't love the first one nearly as much as everybody else did either but i i may have missed something because like a lot of people love deadpool too do you know what do you know what the deadpool movies are they are the first time you play cards against humanity and you're like man this is the funniest game ever and then you realize that like it is the laziest joke telling in the world right and you can just and... never you can never recreate that first moment right now i will tell you i did watch about 30 minutes of once upon a Deadpool, and that was a genius idea. How so? That just improves the movie so much. That that 
aspect of storytelling. Really? Yeah. It improves the movie so much. Well, that's good to hear. I'm glad that they It's almost like, hold there. on, it's almost like, it's almost like it's okay for superhero movies to be PG-13. I think it would have been okay to do Deadpool PG-13. That's what I'm saying, because Deadpool, once upon Deadpool is PG-13. Right. I think that was, I think that was a Marvel and Disney being like, okay, we want this property. We're going to prove to you that it doesn't need to be rated R. Right. We'll do this for free. You can even have yeah. the money it makes. But it was, it was like, especially just the fact that he's reading the story to Fred, like adult Fred Savage tied to a bed. <laughs> But again, like adult Fred Savage tied to a bed is a great Cards Against Humanity card the first time you play. For it. sure. There's some, I mean, I, I still enjoy playing Cards Against Humanity. I won't lie to you. It doesn't, I don't hate it the way you do. I don't know that I hate uh, it. You, just... you vocally spoken out about it every turn you get. It's a little cringy. I still enjoy it. It depends on who you're with. It de- it's, you gotta have the right people. But there are some cards that just, just the, like, just you reading the card will make me laugh. Bees? Bees is one. Daniel Radcliffe's Delicious Apex Legends. <laughs> every time. <laughs> Oh, Danny boy. No, but I I genuinely did like this movie. I don't think it's a 91%. I don't think it's a 93%. I'm with the Metacritic score here. It's like like a a 60 or a 70, like for Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised it's doing better than Captain Marvel. I'm not. I'm not at all. Well, there was... No one's mad at this movie. That's true. Nobody's nobody's. This movie is so... Like, this is a zero risk. The only risk in this movie was putting Zachary Levi in it. He was great. He was great. He could have been awful. Yeah, no, but I thought he did super well. He would have made a great Superman, too. If you look at the IMDb trivia, there is a laundry list of people they consider for this part before they land on Zachary Levi. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I can't even... The only one I could tell you off the top of my head right now is Patrick Warburton. That would have been funny. Which would have been wild if Thad Savannah comes up to him and he's like, I want the power. He's just like, man, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm Billy Batson. Got the power right here. 14-year-old regular kid. I don't have a single superpower. Don't know what you're talking about, buddy. Shazam. <laughs> That would have been wild. I think. That, what do you think of the costume? I want to talk about the costume. I love it. I, I also absolutely love it. love it. It's phenomenal. I love the, the ridiculous cape. Yeah, the, the, the bright white cape. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the muscle suit, the glowing lightning bolt, the gold boots. You got to remember the gold boots. Yeah. A lot of times I think people overlook that. Yeah, no, he looks like a superhero. Yeah, more than almost, other than like Iron Man and Spider-Man, like more than almost anyone. Right, like this is I think the thing that, that with some of their characters DC has captured so well. Like Superman and Shazam look like superheroes. Yeah. I think, what do you think of the muscle suit? Is that is that a muscle suit? Is that what that is? Yeah, Zachary Levi's not that big. He bought Walked up like a monkey fighter for this movie. Oh yeah, he did, yeah. no doubt. But but yeah, that's I, got I, yeah. You're right. It's got to be fake. Nobody has shoulders like that. Yeah, like no. like up like like top biceps. Right. <laughs> no, but yeah, the giant lightning bolt. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. It's absolutely perfect. It fits the character so well. Um, I I think they did a phenomenal job. He's got the like, he's got the belt. He's got everything. Do you think he hit his powers like understanding of his powers to a point where you were satisfied by the end of the film? No, not at all. No, I agree. But there's a planned sequel. Well, I would hope so. Yeah. That's what I've heard is that that we're going to get a a we're going to get this movie we're going to get a Black Adam movie and then we're going to get the meetup movie between Black Adam and Shazam. Shazam, yeah. Now, so I was doing I was doing a cursory amount of, of research. Uh Black Adam is the character that was mentioned in this movie as the 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 previous Shazam that went bad. I believe that. Um and apparently it's going to be Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah, which he is, won't need a muscle suit. Which is bonkers. <laughs> But I love the fact that we're getting Dwayne The Rock Johnson in a superhero movie. He he talks about, I follow him on like all the social medias and stuff. He talks about Black Adam all the time. Apparently it's like been a dream for him. He, they, him apparently, like, apparently they offered him both parts. They were like, which one do you like, want to do? Really? And he chose Black Adam? Yeah, He'd apparently. make a good Hamilton. Dwayne The Rock Johnson could make a good whatever he wants. Exactly. Because like you get the character and you're like, oh, this version of the character is just jacked. Okay. 
I was listening to 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 the Moana soundtrack earlier today. Yeah. And like you can just in the songs you can hear Dwayne the Rock Johnson loving it. Yeah, you totally can. That's what I love about him playing that part. Just the unbridled like, joy of like getting to sing "You're Welcome." You can you can hear it. he's trying not to laugh in every word. I feel like the truth with "You're Welcome" is like they tried to record it a hundred times and he just sucks at singing and they nail it that one time and he was like, "Oh my god, I'm doing it! I'm doing yeah, it!" Yeah, exactly. He hits the first chorus and they're like, "Dude, just go, just go, just keep just going, keep going, just keep going." Lin-Manuel Miranda's uh, there, like, "Yes, yes." Dwayne, yes. I am not throwing away my shot. <laughs> I am not throwing away my shot. I'll tell you the truth about him saying that. I'll be real with you. Uh, He does throw away his shot. And he advises his son to throw away his shot. And it gets them both killed. Yeah. Also, maybe just like if you're a pacifist who doesn't believe in shooting another guy, don't agree to a duel. He does. He is the second for a duel earlier in the show. There's just no way shot. that's going to go well. Yeah, no. If you're just going to shoot in the air, nah, don't. don't. You're really <laughs> betting on you're you. really betting on Aaron Burr to not shoot you in the face. And, you know, shame on Burr. Not really. That's how that went down back then. Well, I know, but like... That was a pretty straightforward thing. They were mad at each other. One of them shot each other in the face. Can you imagine if that's still how this. we handle problems, though? If it's just you're out, in, you're out like in public and somebody cuts you in line at Jimmy John's and you're, you're like, like... I challenge you to a duel. Ten paces, then. Let's get the gloves off. Let's go. Let's let's right do here, it. right here in the street, man. Let's go. Or are you gonna let me in line? <laughs> yeah. Or are you gonna let me in line? There's people all around here filming for their TikToks. This would be amazing. This would be huge. I will take my horse to the old town road. <laughs> that song. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna, gonna look back on that video in six months and be like, what? What is this <laughs> what was song? that song? <laughs> I shared it on Twitter, like joking, being like, I wonder if the teens want this. They did. It got retweeted like ten times, <laughs> which is a lot for like a like a, a tweet with an attachment. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I did. I did love the costume. I liked a lot of things about this movie. I really did. Um, I liked Billy and I liked Zach. I did. I lo- let me tell you right now. I know that they had source material, so obviously they didn't come up with a name. But Billy Batson is the best superhero name. The best? I. I mean, like, I love that name. It does. It does have that that like early Stanley Billy quality Batson. about it. That like alliterative. Billy Batson. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's so good. I, I just, I loved everybody. Like, I loved all the characters. I didn't really have a problem with any of the characters. I love the parents, like the foster parents, the mom who's just like, he ran away. What are we going to do? And the dad's like, I ran away a lot. Like, <laughs> he'll be back. He'll be back. I cook real good. I cook really good food. I loved the foster parents. I loved, I mean, there's a lot of things that I liked. And maybe that's where, like, I'm going wrong, where I'm like, I don't know why people like this so much. There's a lot of stuff that I liked, but I felt like it mostly missed the mark. Yeah, but it's just, and this is what I was, uh, this is what I started to get into earlier, is that like, this is a risk-free movie. This is also just a completely harmless movie. Like you're not, you're just not taking anybody's favorite superhero here and doing them a disservice. Definitely. Like not. nobody, also- nobody out there was sitting around like, oh man, I'm really worried about the Shazam movie. Shazam's like my favorite superhero. And if you were, you were like such a minority. And if you were, you were just jazzed to see your favorite superhero on this big screen. Right. You're like, I didn't think this day would come, man. I will also say this about the Shazam film. Uh, it also like it doesn't really take any risks. If you're somebody who's like, I really don't. Care care about white men in superhero movies it's like okay well this has like an asian girl and a black guy and like all these people that end up as superheroes yeah it's, it's a such whole, a diverse, like, diverse group yeah you got the disabled guy you've got the you know just your standard pretty white girl you got the the black girl the hispanic guy and the asian guy yeah yeah and they all and hopefully they all become like useful characters i wouldn't be surprised if they get warriors three out of the next film but you know who knows i also wouldn't be surprised if one of them like goes bad 
I'm now the villain. Right. It's like, man, Dwayne The Rock Johnson made a really compelling argument. Right. Thanos did nothing wrong. Uh, Thanos. I don't want to talk about Thanos. Whatever it takes. I don't want to talk about Thanos right now. There will be a Why is it Thanos on the press tour? Because he's dead. Yeah, none of the dead None of the dead characters on the press tour. Like, what if Thanos isn't in Infinity War? I mean, in, in Endgame. And I'm like, stop. I don't know how they pull that off. Stop being so dumb. Y'all watch the same movies I did. I don't know how they'd pull it off that he wasn't there. They won't, because he is. Nobody who is... They literally... I, I saw a, a tweet that was like, conspiracy theory, Tom Holland got snapped so they didn't have to take him on the press tour and risk him ruining everything. I do like the theory that uh, Far From Home is just a fake film. and that they I would be so... Obviously, I don't want Spider-Man to be dead. I love Spider-Man. I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I would be so jazzed. If that was if they like pulled one over on us big time. Right. Like at the end of the movie, it's like, Spider-Man Far From Home will not be coming to theaters. Instead, you get... <laughs> Instead, you get Mysterio the movie. Right. Well, you know, what's interesting to me about it is uh, like all of the scenes that we get in the trailer are the same scenes that like Tom Holland was showing on his Instagram as they were being shot. Yeah, because somebody else has Tom Holland's phone. I don't know. Maybe. There's two. There's two. There's two ways you can go about this because there's no way that it's just Tom Holland being an idiot and leaking everything. It's either A, Tom Holland is that reckless and somebody else has his phone and access to his Instagram or B, he is totally, he tweets exactly what the Russo brothers tell him to oh, at I think all he times. definitely tweets exactly what they tell like, him to. Like, I think that from, was a, from the beginning that whole Instagram. Tom, from the beginning that whole Tom Holland leaks things, it's just orchestrated. Oh, yeah. I was on Instagram, refreshed my feed, like 10 views when the Tom Holland release of the uh, uh, Infinity War poster came out. Yeah. And like, that video is so obviously scripted where he pulls it out and he like reads the note on it. It's like, don't show this to anyone. It's like, okay. I just don't believe at this point that anything that we see is not exactly what they want us to see. He is credited in Endgame. Like I maintain, yeah. <laughs> I maintain that, that tweet where Captain, where, uh, where Chris Evans was like, oh, it's been a wild ride MCU. Uh, you know, so sorry I have to say goodbye. Gonna miss it. I guarantee you that was a text message from one of the Russo brothers. Like, hey, Cat, Steve, you, Chris, you'll be really, Chris. <laughs> you'll be really funny if you tweeted this right now. People would freak out. And Chris Evans sitting there playing with his dog. Like, yep, I'm on it. I'm on it. Here's what I think. I think honestly, none of them die. I'll be mad. I'll be physically upset. I think I'll be physically upset. Even if they do, even if even if Tony Stark or Captain America or Carol Danvers or whoever dies, I still don't think we are out of the woods for Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. to appear in future films. You just gotta, you gotta have consequences, man. You got to. Otherwise, you're gonna kill Infinity War entirely. It just won't matter. It just won't matter. Can you imagine matter. if they, like, I mean, it, like, there are characters that they cannot kill. I mean, there aren't, though. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if, if, in the final fight, Ant-Man's neck gets snapped dead. Yeah, I don't know. There are anyway, 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 anyway. They're not gonna anyway, kill anyway. off Carol Danvers. They could. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Infinity War, I mean, it, I keep saying Infinity War. Endgame was done before Captain Marvel blew up. Right, but they're not going to get rid of their first female lead. They're just from a business. <laughs> I mean, standpoint. for sure. You would say that, but who the, who the heck knows? Anyway, if you want our thoughts on Avengers Endgame, you should go to youtube.com slash media 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday... April 14th to hear our full thoughts on what we think is going to happen. That's exactly right. Anyway, back to Shazam. 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 Uh, post credit scene. What? What was post credit scene? It was a caterpillar. I had to pee more than I've ever had to pee in my entire life by the time. So I don't remember the post credit scene at all. It was a caterpillar. It was a caterpillar that talked, to, right? Yeah. It's like uh, the, the, the very hunger, hunger hippo caterpillar. Um, yeah.
Yeah, I mean, it's a post-credit scene. It's doing what all post-credit scenes for all these movies do, which is set up a sequel. Yeah. No, yeah, I feel like th- this is actually a good thing. I mean, I'm glad I have no idea what's going on because, like, the first time Thanos showed up, I was like, who? Guess I'll like, just guess do, I'll it do it myself. myself. I was like, all right. Yeah, Patrick Warburton for is. Thanos in the reboot. Oh, well, that wasn't Patrick Warburton. No, I'm just thinking about it. Look, Tony. Fun isn't something one considers when balancing the universe. This puts a smile on my face. <laughs> Damien Poitier. Poitier. That's who originally was Thanos. Fun fact. What? Damien Poitier. Poitier. He was Thanos in that first That wasn't Josh Brolin? No. I learned this uh, one second ago, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, no, it was a black guy. I had no idea. What movie even was that? Uh, Avengers? Was it Avengers? Yeah, he was in all the Avengers post credit scene. I don't know. We watched them week to week for like six months. Dude, I know. They're so good. I want to watch them all again. I don't. Not right now. It's too much. Currently trying to currently trying to rewatch Game of Thrones. Oh, God. Too much. Way too much. Way more of that than Avengers. Yeah, but it's almost over. I know. So is Avengers. After, uh, it's gonna be like two or three years before there's another Avengers film. If there even is one. Well, I don't know about Avengers film, but uh, two or three years before there's another Marvel Studios film. It will be literally three months! Well, that's a Sony. Spider-Man? Yeah. No, it's not. That's not Marvel Stud 10s. Yeah, it is. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it is. The first one wasn't. Yes, it was! They, like, rented Spider-Man. Either way, it's another MCU film. Oh, I know. I can't wait. I love the MCU. It's the best. <laughs> also, I wait. How long is Black... Distributed by Sony Pictures. I don't care about distribu- distribution. Okay. Who made it? Production. Columbia and Marvel. Exactly. But not Disney. Ooh, music by Michael Giacchino. Was it? Far From Home. Oh. I think they all say just Marvel. Oh, I just looked up Infinity, not Infinity War. I got, like, the car company. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to get, like, this is how the number Infinity works. Uh, no, I literally got, like, did you mean Infinity with an I? I really think, I'm surprised they didn't go for Audi War. I felt like... Yeah, production company big... Marvel Studios distribu- distributed distributed by Walt Disney Studios Motion Picture. It doesn't say that anywhere on the Spider-Man Far From Home. It doesn't say Disney anywhere. Because it's distributed by Sony. Do they say Columbia on the other ones? No. Okay. It says production Marvel Studios. Okay. On this one, it says production company Columbia and Marvel. Right, because Marvel rented Far From Spider-Man. Home, rented Spider-Man from Sony. I love Spider-Man. I do too. Did you see the uh, the like chief animator or the director or whatever it was, the director of Zootopia and uh, Wreck-It Ralph left for Sony? I did. I'm actually kind of excited about That's that. That's wild. Spider-Verse is going to get a sweet sequel. I mean, that was probably the case before they just started pilfering people from Disney. But I'm excited there's another like contender in the ring. Yeah, no, I'm very excited that there are like good good things right, coming that, that to are the like, world of that animation. They're like making people making people in the industry excited about working for somebody that isn't Disney or Pixar. It's a, it's a wild time to be alive. There's no doubt about that. For sure. Um, now, I want to talk to you. We've been talking about Shazam. We're talking about MCU. Uh, more MCU discussion to be had. Open discussion, uh, like we said, Sunday, April 14th. 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, start uh, sending in your, your questions and predictions. And discussion topics. Yeah, whatever Just, you want. You know, we're going to talk for, for two hours about Avengers Endgame. And it'll all be uncut and live. I'm very excited. Uh, what, what I want to talk about, Ethan, we have a segment on our show that we haven't talked about in a long time. Ooh. Pooth Taste and Jorn Please jokes. don't say the word Pooth Taste ever again. <laughs> Pooth taste? <laughs> Spoonerism. <laughs> I actually don't know what mine is. Do you have one? Yeah. Mine is the word pooth taste. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, <laughs> are you retching over there? Uh, basically. All of mine, either just a little taste. mental health check-in. I've been going through a rough patch, rough patch over here in Tyler's life. It was very nice to relax with some Carlin Brothers coffee. Do you, uh, do you have one in mind? Yeah, I got one. I've got one. You've got I've one. I've got one, I've got one. Give yeah. me a minute. 
Give me a minute. Oh, you know, mine actually might be. Well, I, I don't know how upset I can get about it. Okay. Oh, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, what Tyler is deliberating on what his toothpaste <laughs> is going to be for the week. Let me tell you something about Tyler and I's interactions on our cell phones. Here's how it goes. My phone goes ding. And my thought immediately is, oh, I wonder who's texting me. <laughs> if my phone dings again within four seconds... <laughs> My brain immediately goes, oh, it's Tyler. <laughs> It'll literally be, ding. Oh, I got a text. Ding. Oh, it's Tyler. <laughs> that me That's looking even at more it. exciting. Come on. No, 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 no. Because whenever you text me multiple times in a row, you're fired up about something. <laughs> exactly. And it's usually just like, hey, look, man, a 12-year-old on the internet has upset me in the last four <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Can't believe they said this thing on Twitter. They came to my stomping grounds and said this thing on Twitter. Oh, God. Ethan. Yo. The Department of Motor Vehicles. Are we just... Hold on. We could do a countdown. <laughs> oh, right. Three, two, one. Bees. The Department of Motor Vehicles. Bees. Go for it. Uh, pollen is awesome. I want to know about like the DMV. Jazz. I want to know about the DMV. The okay, it's not just the DMV. Actually, the DMV. Well, that's what Department off, of Motor Vehicles stands for. I'm not sure if you're aware of that, but like, there is no so, other thing contained within that <laughs> acronym umbrella. Not the, not the DZ, Maryland, Virginia area. I also hate that place for the same reason. Incredible amounts of traffic. Okay. Now, the DMV today, I actually did How many Cars drive through the DMV while you're there. <laughs> like in the How building. much traffic do you get at the DMV? Very little. It's stop and go. It's very stop and go. But it's stop for a long time. If it's like... Okay, <laughs> so the equivalency there would be like if you were just driving down the road, slammed on the brakes, and sat there <laughs> until somebody called you up and told you to go again. <laughs> but okay, so here's the thing. I had the DMV online today, and it was like, you have to make an account. And I was like, okay. And they were like, put in a password. And I was like, okay. And I did my normal password, which is eight characters, has an upper case a lowercase a number and a special oh, character no, this is the government bro <laughs> right this is the government and they were like it's gotta be 37 like, characters it, in an intero bang <laughs> it has to be, it has to be 12 to 16 characters it's like 12 characters <laughs> i don't know 12 characters i started typing in spider-man superman batman and like <laughs> it wasn't taking any of it and then okay but eventually I figured one out and then it was like, okay, you need to fill out your security questions. I have five security questions, Ethan. And they were like uncomfortably personal. They were like, what was your first girlfriend's middle name? God. You know what's worse? Hang on. Not just Ethan knows my security answers. I do. That's probably accurate. <laughs> I could probably hack the crap out of you if I really had to. I think we share a bank account, Ethan. I don't think it would even be hacking. Um, anyway, no, you know what's worse than that is so for, for my student loans, my, my student loan payment, um, I had the website I had to go to was like fedloadandservicing.org, and I never set yeah. security questions for that. They just know things about me. Do they? Yeah. Oh, the DMV did that too. It'll be like they were like it'll be like I'll type my password and it'll be like, we just need to make sure it's you because you're signed in from a different computer, even though you only own one computer, or whatever, dude. Um and it's like, in what city was your father born? And I type it in. They're like, that's not correct. I'm like, <laughs> bold's not. <laughs> you don't, I didn't put this in. You don't get to, I'm sitting there like naming boroughs of New York City. And they're like, that one's right. Where was that hospital, bro? <laughs> they got me with those. They do the, you know, I, maybe you don't, but sometimes when you apply for credit, you have to answer questions that are like, which, in what city did you apply which, for this loan? Yeah, which one of these streets looks familiar to you? Right. Which one of these streets was connected to one of the streets you grew right, up on? Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm sitting there. And, and they'd hit me with four of those. And I was like, and they were like, how did you, this is the one that got me. They said, how did you show identification when you first got your license or uh, proof of address when you first got your license 10 years ago? I have no idea. 
<laughs> my parents signed a voucher is what they did. Yeah, I mean, I probably like brought a, my like birth a, certificate. Well, that wouldn't have your address. I don't know. I have no idea. I brought my passport. You weren't getting, you weren't getting mail then either. Anyway, they asked me that question. I was like, what the heck? Anyway, so I got this whole freaking process. They charged me $19 for a new ID. I lost my wallet today. I've been losing things left and right. I lost my car keys two days ago. I lost my wallet yesterday. It's because I'm going through a period of transition, Ethan. When I go through transitional periods, I lose things because my, my whole system gets messed up and things get lost. I replaced it every single one of my credit and debit cards today and my driver's license. And I got a new wallet because my old one sucked. My new one is blue, and I'm excited about my blue wallet because it's leather. And Amazon said it was the best seller. You know why? You, like you know why 5, you lost your wallet? 000. You know why you lost your wallet? Why? Because like a week ago, you tweeted, "Hey, I need a new wallet. What kind of wallets oh, are best?" And your wallet and was in your pocket. Like, listen, man, Fortnite, you. I'm out of here. Oh, I know the wallet companies were after me. Yeah, they were after you. But your wallet was like, peace. Like, let me Google millennial wallet startup, and I'll tell you who was hunting me. I'm gonna go live with Carl Tylen. Right. <laughs> right. Millennials don't want cash, they want wallets. No, uh, here's here's see. the thing. Okay, so you're one time, I don't even remember what it was for, but it's some service that I used to use every now and then. Like something where I needed a password that I only needed every now and then, right? So it's like written in my phone. That's how right. infrequently I use this password. And it was like not something super important. But they want it. First of all, they did not tell me all of the qualifications for my password at one time. I had to like unlock them separately. Right. As I failed right. put to put a password. And it's like, so oh, I, put in, I put in one of my my standard passwords, the one that's got the 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 special character in it, right? And it was like, you need a password that's sixteen letters long. And I'm like, sixteen? <laughs> that's a sentence. That's ridiculous. Anyway, so I'm like, what am I gonna use? Like, I don't really care. I think it's like, I literally think it's like the like the clothing subscription box I used to get or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I don't really care if somebody hacks me with this. What are they gonna do? Order me some clothes I was already gonna order anyway? Cool. Right. Whatever. Um. So I, I literally I made the password sixteen letter password. Nice. Very clever. And then it goes. And then it goes. Sorry, you need a special character. So now my password for whatever that was. I don't think it actually what I said it was. Now my password for whatever it was is sixteen letter password. Exclamation. With the exclamation point on the end. Because <laughs> you're not throwing away your shot. Yeah. And I'm just like, and it's like that is acceptable. I'm like, it better be. <laughs> Give me. Like I did. It was not like it was something important. My bank is like you don't even need a capital letter. Oh, my bank is like you can. Well, I'm not going to tell you this. My bank is like, you can do whatever you want for your password, man. Yeah. Make it the number two. Same. My bank doesn't care. <laughs> I can log in with my freaking face. I haven't used a password uh, from my bank in a year since I got this iPhone that has face recognition. Because you know why? Because you know why? And people people say this all the time. People get, get all upset about their cell. So like, the iPhone, the new iPhones, the face recognition isn't secure. Somebody could hack your phone anytime they want. And I'm like, what do you mean? What are they going to cut your face off? <laughs> <laughs> like glue it over there and be like I'm Ethan Itchill now I got access to the $17 in your bank account right you you can have it <laughs> yeah it's like boy howdy you can download all the things you want on iTunes for one day I'll tell you this other thing though this is a good thing replacing all of my credit cards took less than 10 minutes I had five cards between credit and debit like I keep accounts. some of my I'm not gonna lie to you I keep some of my credit cards in my bedroom oh I, I do too but I just replaced them anyway just to be safe um uh, this I do need this is a little info for you I do need a new debit card anyway my toothpaste and orange juice this week my poof sorry poof taste and joran juice poof taste poof taste and joran juice joran juice how do you even how do you make a spoonerism of orange juice uh i don't think you do is yeah okay never mind answer. screw it mine is bees and i'll tell you why today 
today. My front door on my house, which is currently in the process of being replaced because we needed a new storm door and I went to Lowe's and bought a storm door that fit, that was the correct size and it turns out it doesn't fit because my door frame is an unusual size. It's a whole different story. I halfway hung a door. So now there's a door that doesn't fit just hanging on the front of my house. Nice. Nice. Um, well done. Proud just the storm doors. Like there's another door. It's not a big deal. Anyway, somebody's coming out tomorrow to fix it because I don't feel like doing it. Um, anyway, my front door today has been stalked by a yellow jacket who will not leave me alone. Why didn't you just let him sting you? Why would I do that? I haven't been stung by a oh, bee yeah. in 13 Fortnite years, man. I'm on a good streak. Good streak? Yeah, I'm on a good streak, good dude. Streak. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Me, so, so when I was in elementary school, right? When I was in elementary school, that movie, The Secret Life of Bees came out, right? Mm -hmm, you remember that mm -hmm. movie? Probably not, because you weren't yeah. like an old 40-year-old white woman when it came out, so you didn't see it. Anyway, I don't know what that movie's about. I have no clue. But me and the kids in my elementary school decided that we were going to start a secret society called the Bee Watchers, in which we just spent all of recess every day fortnighting. around with bees. Nice. Proud Not like doing anything productive with the bees, like learning about them. No, we were just like, let's mess around with these bees and see if we get stung. I bet you did. No. I bet nah, you dude. did a lot. No, nah, dude. No, nah, dude. We did that for three years and I never got stung. Maybe bees don't like Not you. Not once, dude. No, I've been stung by bees 11 times. 11 Yeah, times? all of that prior to... All of that prior to 9-11, actually. That's what changed. That was when it, that's when it all changed. Third grade. Dude, do you think 9-11 had something to do with the bees? No, that was just the coincidental timing of that. No, I think 9-11 and the bees have something going on. I mean, it's on. entirely you possible. Know anybody that's been stung by a bee since 2011? Yeah, 2011? plenty of people. No, I don't. Not a single person. No, no, no. They'll they'll tell you about it. Trust me. Trust me. You ever meet some? Oh, you know. ever meet somebody that's allergic to bees? They'll let you know within thirty seconds of meeting them. Oh, I know. It's like, oh yeah, I'm allergic to bees. It's like, are you allergic to bees or does it just hurt when they sting you? Because that's real. That's, no, no. Because some people like some people get stung and they're like, ow, that hurt, and they get a little welt. And some people get stung and they're like, my whole body is going into toxic shock. No, I get that. Like I'm with you there. But I think the people with the welt sometimes. Oh, I mean, it's entirely possible that. I mean, if you're if look, here's the deal. If like, you I'm are allergic, allergic if you face. are allergic to anything, and I'm sure people are going to respond, and this is going to sound super insensitive, but if you're allergic to anything that you can come in regular contact with, and you do not carry an EpiPen around, I do not believe you. What do you think of it in springtime when people are like, allergies? I have allergies. I, I Like, as soon as pollen happens, my whole body dies. Yeah? Yeah, pretty much. And you reborn from the ashes? I'll, I'll walk outside and just be like... <clears throat> Oh, great. I can't smell it again. Can't, can't breathe. Nope. Can I tell you a little nasty thing about myself? Sure. I get boogies. Like, like, boogers? <laughs> like, you like, yeah. you get some of that nose gold? I don't eat them or anything, but like, I get big boogie. Fair. That's all. Fair. That's all. I just don't want to share that with no, you. No, I got, I'm, I'm allergic to dust and certain kinds of dogs and pollen. I'm allergic to... Which like, and I, and I hear this, I'm I hear this, people are like, people are like, oh, everybody's allergic to dust. And like, no, I'm like real allergic to dust. Oh yeah. That's like the bees thing. Do you get a welt when dust stings you? No, but it's like if somebody sweeps in the house, like I can't breathe for three days. You know, we used to vacuum the, uh, the top of the refrigerator in college. You did that once. Yeah. But it was a great time. It was like my best. Right, But week. this that is the thing is like, everybody's, everybody's like, oh, it's so dusty in here. And I'm like, yeah, but the dust is just sitting there. It's not a right, problem. We're not, it's, we're not messing It's not a problem dust. until you agitate it and it gets right. airborne. And I breathe it. Yeah, why would you know, I mess that's with bees, the dust? dude. I've been, I've been. Uh, this is what I didn't get to talk about because you were just like, "Well, you just let the bees sting you," because it hurts, dude. Anyway, all day I've been, I've been letting the dog out. I've been going outside to do things, and this bee is just like, "Yo, what's up, man? You want to square up? You want to go? You want to go? Let's fight!" I'm like, "Dude, you got a knife on your butt. Like, I'm not fighting you. Like, <laughs> why would I do butt. that? Like, I don't have a knife. I don't carry a knife around. Like, I couldn't hit a bee with a knife if I tried, dude. I'd be sitting there like, eh, eh, where'd you go? Where'd you go? You fly, dude. This isn't fair. You say dude a lot. I don't know if you knew that. I, I've never noticed this about you, but like to 
day. You're like, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, uh, so, dude, so, 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 I don't know if you've noticed this. All right, bro. You got the Subaru, bro. <laughs> That's what you sound like. I don't know if you've noticed this about me. You got the spoiler, bro. All right. <laughs> you done? Yeah. I'm okay. Good. I don't know if you've noticed this about me, but I'll pick like a word and say it too much for like six months. Yeah, dude. And I know a lot of people do this, but I do this as well. And it's like, some of you are like, oh, that's rad. And I'm like, it's my new word. Rad is now the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so it's just been happening. I've been calling everybody, dude, I don't know. I like, I can't stop it. I can't just like, I can't make it stop. I said, my wife gets so mad when I dab, which like, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm like a dad now. I can't dab. Sure you can. Well, you could dab because you're a dad. Right. Like that's what, that's what makes it okay. It's like, now I can get away with it because it's like, oh, he's just old, dumb. But it's like, yeah. Dab on him hating. But like, I'm a dad. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not yet. I mean, like the child's not here yet. We did go to the doctor this week. Confirmed girl. Was there like some degree of uncertainty there? I would say we were like 98% sure. And this time they were like, all right, yeah. Oh yeah, that's That a is not a boy. I'll tell you one thing. They also showed us how to tell. So like, there's no mystery for me if I ever have more kids. Fair. Like, like they, they show you the thing and they're like, oh yeah, it's super easy to tell. If you look right here, it's a girl. And if it's like this, it's a boy. Fair. And it's, uh, I mean, like, it's like a banana size difference. <laughs> for those of you not looking. That sunk because too no far in. Like, that, you know, somebody's like, yeah, just let that sink in. That's what just happened. It, like, it penetrated my whole core. I wouldn't, penetration isn't the word I would use right now. Kyler Murray made a visit to the Cardinals today. Fun fact, quarterback quarterback news. Arizona Cardinals? Yes. Okay. No, Louisville. Well, he was the number one overall pick in baseball as well. I don't know if you forgot that. Oh, I, I didn't know there was a baseball team called the Cardinals. They're the St. Louis Cardinals. Louis. Yeah, I'm familiar. It's where the Arizona Cardinals also used to be. Oh, is it true? Is it, was there two Cardinals? I'm pretty sure, yeah, that they were... They were the Louisville Cardinals. All right. Here's here's where it, it lies, okay? We've uploaded 95 of these shows. And as with a heavy heart, I bring to you that that April 11th is our last episode because of that Fortnite thing that Tyler just said. I can no longer <laughs> work with this guy. I'm out. I think it was pretty good. Don't you dare leave me. You can't if leave If you ever me. say banana size difference again, I'm going to drive <laughs> to your house, open your door with the key code that I know, and punch you in the face. Exciting news. The key code no longer works because the battery's dead. You need a key next time. I know where you keep the key, too. Sometimes. There's not a key outside ah, of my house. People. Well, there was the one time it broke for me. Exactly. In retrospect, I probably should have said something like, hey, I think your door is Fortnite. <laughs> I think it's dying. But I did not say that. I was just like, oh, thank God, there's a key. All right, bro. Well, let's get back at it. Uh, Okay, so we've got some listener questions on Shazam. Let's do it. The old the Shazam chasm. Listener questions. Listener questions. Taking advice from the listeners. Uh, so this that was my jingle. Kenzie Ryan Hatfield on the Facebook group, which, by the way, I don't know if you listener know, we have a Facebook group that's free and available to everyone forever. We post in there like I don't know once or twice a week. Uh, but we're always there if you have questions for us. You can just like at us. Yeah, feel we'll free to tag it. me because I sometimes forget it exists. Not because I don't love it, just because I forget to post there as often as I mean to. So well, force me Facebook to post. Facebook is, is an interesting because I don't open Facebook. This is the real core of this problem. Is I right? So Ethan Mackenzie Ryan. Do not use Facebook. Mackenzie Ryan Hatfield says, a lot of people are saying Shazam is so good because it's a DC film made like a Marvel film. Do you agree or disagree with that idea? I don't think it's made like a Marvel film. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think so either. Um, I think that what people are attributing it to being like a Marvel film is basically just the fact that it is more lighthearted. It is more fun. It has more elements of comedy and more elements of just general superhero-ness and a lot less Why? grit. To me, to me, it is most like Wonder Woman. I would say it is most like probably Thor. Thor is a good example. 
Thor one, where it's like the occasional offhand joke, sort of like figure out how to use your powers, sort of like, and then a villain that doesn't really matter. Right. You get just a super cartoony villain in here. Right. That's that's what makes me think Wonder Woman is the big L. I can get I can get behind that as well. Uh, I don't think it's it's like a a Marvel movie, but I think it is. It, it might be more like Wonder Woman, but it is a lot less like Dawn of Justice and Suicide Squad and Justice League and Man of Steel. It doesn't share a whole lot of similarities with that, and that's what people generally think of when they think of DC. I'll tell you what DC's problem is, though. This this is a big thing for me that they, they need to correct moving forward, is they need a genuinely good villain. I feel like Zod, not bad. Not ba- I didn't love Zod, but he's not bad. I really uh, genuinely liked Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. I like Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Uh, I think you got a lot of hope with Deathstroke, but like Justice League, this, yeah, and Steppenwolf, Wonder Woman, bad villain. all ended with this like just big CGI monster. Yeah, Dr. Savannah, bad villain. Uh, who was the villain in Wonder Woman? Uh, uh, Ares. Yeah. God of War. Not great villains. Dr. Poison. Yeah, not great villains. Like, DC, you've really got a treasure trove of people to pick from. Of villains to pick from. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yes, most of them, for the most part, are tied to Batman. Batman. But, like, Doomsday? Doomsday is a good villain. Like, you've got a a treasure trove of villains here. And this is what I think with the problem with Suicide Squad was, is that, like, A, they sort of did the Joker wrong. No disrespect to Jared Leto. Love that guy. Phenomenal performer. Not his fault i think what i have but like they did the joker wrong the wrong film i think you you can do a gangster joker like a modern gangster joker you just you need a better film for it right you need you need it to be a joker centric film yeah like it needed suicide squad needed a joker centric film well hang on let me finish my thought there suicide squad needed to be the joker and the suicide squad right that was the problem and it's like you picked villains that nobody cared about like killer croc and deadshot and yeah yeah will smith did a good job but like and then cara delavine's part and, and and yeah people love harley quinn margot robbie as harley quinn is a treasure underutilized yeah no that that that's how we should that's how the world should um but if you're gonna make if you're gonna make this and this is my problem suicide squad though is if you're gonna make margot robbie into the harley quinn from the animated series you have to bring mark hamill's the joker to life even if you don't get mark Mark hamill to play it it has to be that character yeah you can't bring in like you know mr tattoo boy and expect it to just work if you put him in the movie for four minutes right you can't have tara strong's harley quinn brought to life without 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 mark hamill's joker brought to life they are they are they are two halves of one coin two-faced yeah another great villain poison ivy great villain the penguin yes all of these are batman villains i get it and no we don't currently have a batman these are problems here but like i would much rather watch a suicide squad comprised of high tier batman villains well th- okay so i think you have i like deadshot i, I like deadshot a lot i, don't I think have a problem you've with got deadshot. a movie to be made in deadshot. i don't have a problem with deadshot will smith did a good job I, but i think there are a number of actors that would make wonderful the riddlers yeah i think you got a good riddler but again you've got these weirdly cartoony villains with dc i don't know ultron just still like doesn't feel cartoony thanos doesn't feel no you're cartoony. absolutely right you're absolutely right you give them you got to give them a more real uh, what were we talking about? Ethos. Yeah, but I, I think that, like, I actually think that, that the, I mean, obviously the Nolan movies do a good job with, with an ethos for their villains, but I, yeah. I don't, I don't think, I don't have a problem with the, with the, um, who was it, Tim Burton and then Jerry Bruckheimer? Yeah. I don't have a problem with a lot of the villains in those. No, I mean, Like, either. you've got some pretty good motivations there. Mr. Free, even in Batman and Robin, Mr. Freeze had, like, a genuine motivation. Oh, yeah, dude, his story was, like, harsh. It was like he was trying to get the chemicals to save his right. wife. You got a villain you can identify with. Yeah, I didn't, that's I didn't. Th- that's what Marvel does really I didn't well. care about. I didn't care about Thad Savannah in this movie. No, me neither. I I cared about Mark Strong. I didn't want anything to happen to him. 
No, but God like his Mark character, Stark. his character, it was just like, I'm evil for evil's sake. I'm evil because my dad was mean to me one time. I'm evil because my dad was mean to me and <sighs> because uh, I have the seven deadly sins inside of my eye. Well, yeah, but like they didn't and they could have played up the whole like, you're not good enough. You'll never be good enough thing more than they did. It was like you get that yeah. you get that one scene where Jaiman Hansu is like, you will never be Shazam. And then, right. And then he's an adult. Well, with I, powers. Well, right. And I felt like the scene in the car when he was a kid, like, I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah, it was weird. It was definitely, and that, that first scene, I was like, where are we going with this? Who is this guy? Mark Strong. Because I was like, this is not Billy Batson. Country road, take me home to the place. All right, podcast. Here's a tough thing for me to admit. I liked the second Kingsman movie a lot. Oh. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I've watched it three times. I've enjoyed it every time. It got a bad rap for no reason. Because it was bad. Nope. I mean, it wasn't as good as the first one, but it was by no means bad. I wish I liked it. I loved the first one so much. That was the I thing. love the second one. I really do. I don't I don't love it as much as the first one. I don't. But, like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The second one didn't have nearly enough uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, he was dead. Okay, so it was Colin Firth. Samuel L. Jackson was more dead. I don't know. Colin Firth got a bullet to the face. Yeah, and they explained that. Yeah. You know who would make a good Bond if they were going to do another white Bond? And I don't think they should. But you know who would They're make doing a another white Bond. Jack, what? Yeah, the next Bond actor is white, I'm pretty sure. I thought we were getting Idris. Idris. No, that is not a thing. And Jack Davenport would make a good Bond. Who's Jack Davenport? Commodore Norrington. Oh, that guy. He might not be cast. I'm pretty sure that- I thought that he was cast, the next Bond. Maybe it's just that they're not letting, um... As of March 11th, 2019, producers have not reached out to Idris Elba for Bond. I'm pretty sure it's Idris. Idris? I don't know. Yeah, but you say it, you say it like you know. But, like, you're the only person I know that pronounces it like that. I don't know. I'll tell you right now, I don't know. Anyway, I just know that they, they have not picked... Or they have not... They, they have decided they're not gonna bring Daniel Craig back. I wish they would. I love Daniel Craig. He's had his time, though. I can't believe they only get, like, three or four movies before they get, like, booted. I could use, like, nine Daniel Craig Bond films. Truly. They just don't make them often enough. Do you? I know. Do you remember when Pierce Brosnan got recast and, like, nobody told him? That's what usually has happened in the past. Like, there was another film coming out and he was like, what? What? I wasn't there. I didn't. I wasn't there for Casino Royale. I think that was the first one, right? Yeah. The thing is, right, is he's just gone hard downhill. Pierce Brosnan? No, 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 no. Daniel Craig. Oh, I was going to say, because Pierce was a bad Bond. Oh, uh, okay. That'll be a bonus content. I have to watch other Bonds, to be honest. I've, I've seen, seen every I've Bond seen, movie except Spectre. I, I've seen, Actually, I've seen Brosnan Bond I have films, seen every Bond movie like, except for, I've seen every Bond movie except for Quantum of Solace and Spectre more than once. Here's the thing. I don't think I've seen Quantum of Solace or Spectre. You and I saw Quantum of uh, Solace in theaters together, kindly. Fortnite. Goff. Okay. I don't think I've seen Spectre then. I know I have. Have you seen Skyfall? And I think I know I've seen Casino Royale. So you've seen one <laughs> Daniel Craig Bond film. I've seen more than one. I saw one with you. Okay, but you don't remember that. <laughs> Maybe not. I anyway, listen to questions. Honest, Bond, is, Bond is not my biggest. We're gonna, do a, uh, we're biggest gonna get forte. Tyler to watch all the Bond movies and do an episode about that. Oh god, that's so. Maybe much we'll fun. do a Bond film next week. I don't think that's in demand. I love Bond. I'm always down to talk Bond. I love James Bond movies. I would rather, you know what I'd rather talk about is Kingsman the Secret Service. Yeah, but that's so much more recent. <laughs> All right, I've got some questions for you. Uh, I'm going to rapid fire Let's them, go, maybe. let's I go. Know. I haven't decided how it's going to go. Uh, Amelia Defender on Instagram asks, is it actually good because past president has left me scared? Uh, you should go see it. DC's turning. Yeah, it's worth a watch. Probably worth yep. a Google. Uh, Issa Quigley says, do you reckon he should be a kid? Uh, Billy Batson is a kid. I don't Ooh. know what that means. Is it like yeah, a problem? Are you know. saying it's like a problem that he's a kid? No, I don't know. That's what the question says. Uh, 
All I know is uh, Billy Batson is a child. Zachary Levi is an adult. That's what I know. Uh, is this the best role Zachary Levi has done? Nope. Uh, Flynn Rider or Chuck? It's definitely Chuck. You think Chuck was the best? Chuck I don't watch a lot of Chuck. Was I love Tangled, though. Love Chuck. I don't think this is as good as Tangled, Tangled, either. Yeah, no, Tangled is sweet. He sang in Tangled. And that I See the Light song is a banger. I did really like Chuck. Plus, the intro music was Short Skirt, Long Jacket by Cake, which is a bop. Yes. Accurate. Who will fill the seventh row? Black Adam. I have no idea. I, I, that's more lore than I can think of right now. Yeah, no idea. I have no clue. I did think that that was Good an interesting question, setup, though. Sincerity. Yeah. I did think that was an interesting setup because at the beginning they were like, there's seven thrones. And I was like, ooh. And then when they turned the kids into people, I was like, wait, that's only six. We're still one shy. We're still a Shazam short. I think that's Black Adam, though. If the idea is Black Adam is a Shazam that went bad. If not, I will take Superman. Superman for. King Shazam. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about this one, Shazam family, other the siblings becoming heroes. I thought that was really exciting. I thought it was cool. Um, I think there's a lot to be had there. I think there's a lot to unpack. I think that there was a, a couple of chemistry sessions that didn't happen. I would agree with that. Did. I think that the one girl was probably just too young. The like little yeah. girl. Yeah. I was like, uh, she's not going to know how to walk around in an adult. Probably body. just too young to be part of that whole team. Yeah. Because especially now, like, what if she like gets shot? Well, like, she has bullet immunity. But you know what I mean. Right. What, what if Zod? comes and like chokes her out. Zod's dead. Right, but like so was Superman. Yeah. Superman went to lunch with them. Yeah. <laughs> he showed up to lunch. I was really sad that they didn't like announce a new actor for Superman right there. That would have been like a cool uh, moment like oh and Ryan apparently, Gosling is Superman. No, apparently the thing was this movie's been done forever. Oh, so you think that was just Henry Cavill? No, it wasn't Henry Cavill. They couldn't get Henry Cavill because he was busy filming Mission Impossible, oh, which wow. came out like a while ago. Yeah. Like they couldn't get him for one day. To just put the outfit on and sit down. Yeah. So that's what mustache. I'm saying is like that was that was pre-Henry Cavill quits. I don't think he quit. I think he woke up one day and they were like, all right, and we have a new Superman. Whatever. I don't know. That was it's not pre-Henry Cavill issues. Either way, like there was no this this movie has clearly been done forever. I think they just waited till they were they could play off the heels of the Captain Marvel release, is honestly what they were doing here. Smart. They movie. were like, Shazam's Thank Captain you. Marvel, we're gonna release our movie a month later. Okay. Okay, let me let me talk to you about this real quick, Ethan. That's a toothpaste and orange juice right there. Okay, I get it. Captain Marvel's character name, like the original Captain Marvel was Shazam from a different company. And Captain Marvel from Marvel is a different character. But comics are a form of myth and storytelling. And stories change when they're told by different authors. And there are rights and rules. And you know what? Captain Marvel right now refers to Carol Danvers. And Shazam is the name of Shazam's character. Yeah, I don't think in I don't the, think anybody with any credibility is arguing with you. I listen, I know, but people like if I see one more person that's like he's the real Captain Marvel, like shows Those people up. are mad about Captain Marvel being rad. Yeah. That's the problem is they are threatened by Brie Larson, which they Fortnite should be. Yeah. We'll, Everyone We'll get into why we should be threatened by Brie Larson here in a minute cuz I'd have words about that. But let's finish with listener questions. All right. Does this movie save DC? I think Aquaman did that. 100%. Both of them though. Like this is just a whole thing for DC is like whether this because this movie isn't tracking amazingly on the money front um it, did. It, it shattered its expectations for opening weekend right but I mean it's not I don't think it's gonna be another billion dollar movie no I don't think so I don't either. think so I think I think which we, is weird because it's getting much better reviews than Aquaman that's true did. but that, that's what I'm saying is like they made a movie that people saw now they made it maybe now, now they made a movie people liked right they are they, they are two back to back they are yeah they did they did them back to back they are this close to just having that that spark like i don't know what their plans are next but if i was if i was dc right now i'd be looking at whatever we got to put a movie out in like 
June. <laughs> It'd be a lot. They, they've got, they gotta have something. James Gunn filmed a movie with That they them. can just accelerate. That is not even close to being filmed yet. Oh, I know. They did like character shots one day. That's right. All. Uh, but like they need, they, this, this, they need it. They need to have something out by the end of the year. I don't think I don't they think will. they will either, but it would be so great for them if they could put a solid, like a movie that will bring people in as well as, cause this, the Shazam, the thing with Shazam is it is a good movie. It had no like appeal. There's no, there's no sell to it. It's like right. you're they're gonna you're gonna see Shazam because you like superhero movies. That's that is literally it. And I'm one of those with people. Aquaman. Sign it's like Aquaman up. A is is has been in Justice League. He's a member of the Justice League. He's a high profile superhero. Even if he's just a superhero, where people are like, oh, that man talks to fish. Oh, we're gonna. In addition to that, that he's he's Jason Momoa, who people absolutely love, and is like a sex icon. Yeah. So that movie had everything going for it in that respect, and it came like when people were just like. Itching for another superhero movie. Yeah. Um, so that that had that going for it, and then they made a movie this time that, that everybody likes at least a little bit. Yeah. I mean, like, there's there's no argument here. The movie's fun to watch. If you put it on, like, if you had a retail location and this was the movie you played all day, nobody'd be complaining. Yeah. I mean, the, the most accurate comparison I think to the MCU is Ant Man. Yeah. Because it's just it's it's a no stakes movie. It's a fun movie. It is enjoyable. It has a it has a lead actor who is not necessarily charming, but is like lovable. Right. The, same way Paul Rudd is. So I think that, that is the most accurate yeah. MCU comparison is a movie like Ant-Man that, yeah, you can just watch over and over again and not even notice. Like, if Shazam played all day at your job, yeah, you would not notice. Right, it would just be, oh, that's Shazam, yeah. And then somebody would start talking about it and you would just be able to quote the dialogue. Right, oh, I love this movie, yeah, yeah. I will say that this is, and, and granted, I mean, you, you're the one that made the comparison chart where you were like, this is where these movies line up between MCU and DC. And I did think it was wild that this lined right up with Iron Man 3, which was the like out of place Christmas movie that premiered in the spring. You th- I think genuinely Shazam was originally slated for like December. It had to be. This it had year. to be. And they were like, oh crap, Captain Marvel, we gotta get in before Endgame. Right. It had to be. That had to be the case. Um, yeah, it was... It was what, th- didn't they compete with something? Like what, didn't something else come out that was supposed to be a big deal? Well, this was probably scheduled for when Aquaman was supposed to come out. Oh, that could have been it. Because they probably had Aquaman scheduled for earlier and then... Infinity War blew everything up. And they right. were like, this yeah. is not this is not a good time to be like releasing our Ant-Man and the Wasp. Right. So yeah, I think that th- this probably everything and I don't know for sure. I didn't do any of the research necessary. I'm sure you could find this out pretty easily. But like I would bet that everything was delayed by six months. I wouldn't be surprised. You get weird Christmas vibes in this film. Very weird. I think that's such a weird thing. I guess maybe what that does is it makes it a little timeless because you oh, can always watch it at Christmas. The time. point I was making, the point I was making. This is a truly deeply unremarkable score. That's early MCU. That's what I'm saying though is like that they've got time to figure it out if we're going by the MCU chart, but like the MCU has it figured out right now. They just DC has they the just Wonder won. Woman song. I couldn't tell you anything about the Wonder Woman score. Oh man, her her little motif is amazing. Is it though? Because nobody's yeah. talking about it. Nobody's talking, talking about, about it. it. People at Ethan. people are still talking about Spider Man about that Spider Man light motif. Oh man, the Wonder Woman one is sexy. But either way, the MCU just won Best Original Score. I know what <laughs> after the, the after, after the Marvel Symphonic Universe joke video they won best original score they were like you know what you know what you know what fine and now if i hear those notes from the mc from the avengers theme i get like physical goosebumps oh yeah messes me up big time it takes like six notes that's it a truly unremarkable score for this one the whole time it was playing i was like this is music okay all right cool yeah music awesome. although people did say the soundtrack was really good there was like 21 pilots in it and there was uh i don't know a bunch i of other... hate that in superhero movies i, I really it's only tr- appropriate in iron Man. i really truly do i did i liked it in 
Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad had way too many songs. It did, but I did enjoy it. Also, Purple Lamborghini featuring Rick Ross and Skrillex was a banger. Don't care which don't care how you feel about the Joker or that scene. That song slaps. It had Black Skinhead by Kanye West, which wasn't even on the soundtrack. That's a banger off a really disappointing album. Let me tell you, somebody the other day talked about waking up in 2013. Bell Tunstall on Twitter. Like, yeah, no, I know. Shout out to Bell Yeah, Tunstall. just straight up Bell call Tunstall. out. What's up? She doesn't listen. What's up? She might. She, she might, but like Mary Clay Watts gonna text, tweet her and be like, you should listen. Yeah. She's gonna hear this. Anyway. Hey, she was like, hey, I woke up in 2013. I was like, don't you dare wake up in 2013 and not listen to No Church in the Wild. This song was ripped from our hands in 2017. I thought about it the other day too, because I thought about that person that you used to talk to that was like, always be streaming No Church in the Wild. Always listen to No yeah. Church in the Wild. And it was like, yeah. a, it was like a calendar reminder in my phone until I switched right, over like to- Every year. Until I switched over to iPhone. Still was every year. Are you no still Church listening to No Church in the Wild? Church in the Wild. And I thought about it yes. the other day and I went to Spotify and it's the only song off Watch the Throne that's not available on Spotify. Really? Yeah. <sighs> Look, I didn't care when Taylor Swift did it, okay? I didn't care. I don't need to be listening to Taylor Swift on a daily basis, but Jay-Z, Fortnite. You, man. Like, seriously, Jay-Z, all I, I want love is no you, church Jay -Z. in the Wild. I love you, Jay-Z, okay? I love your music. But A, title blows, okay? There's no music on title. There, uh, there's the only song There's the Jay-Z discography and, uh, Survivor's Guilt by Drop the Girl, and that's it. <laughs> I use Spotify. I pay for Spotify, Jay-Z. You and Garth Brooks are the only music I can't listen to. And honestly, honestly, with Jay-Z, with Garth Brooks, I only care about like one or two songs. I have like 30 Jay-Z songs I want to listen to right now. I always want to listen to Jay-Z. The Blueprint 3. Great is album. Like, is an amazing Run This Town album. featuring I Rihanna. I will buy it on vinyl if you let me have it on Spotify. Is it available on vinyl? The People, if you want to send me the vinyl of the Blueprint 3. It is. It's $22.99 on Amazon. It's less than I thought it would be. Same. I was thinking $60. Nope. Sorry. The vinyl is $23.94. The CD is $22. <laughs> CDs are almost their own, RC. like, artsy currency now. Add to cart. Proceed to checkout. Apparently not. Nope. I'm not buying the vinyl of the Blueprint 3 by Jay-Z because Amazon exploded. Nice. Got it. Proud of cool. Amazon. Cool. Anyway, yeah, I want to listen to Run This Town featuring Rihanna right now. I want to listen to Empire State of Mind right now. I want to listen to No Church in the Wild. Literally, right, Jay-Z, Kanye West, and Frank Ocean. Can you even imagine? I can't imagine. I listened to it on YouTube. I did too, because I thought about that person who I will not name because she is not Belle Tunstall. Oh, what a freaking bop. Oh, what a song. It's not even on That's the what... God Fortnite. Soundtrack for the great Fortnite. King Gatsby, okay? It was in that movie. It was? Yeah. Yes, I don't know. Yeah, it's the that damn scene when they take Speaking when they first Gatsby, take the movie. when they first take Gatsby first takes Tom and Nick downtown New York Fortnite. No church in the wild plays while they're driving on the god Fortnite interstate. When they go over and the, it's the gone glasses. from Spotify. The whole album is on Spotify except for that Fortnite song. It's rude, man. And listen, oh, look, I wouldn't be this upset if I hadn't dollars. thought about it three days ago. Beyonce makes plenty of money, Jay. So does Jay Z, <laughs> right? I just tried to buy service, the Blueprint pal. 3 for 23 Fortnite dollars. It's like a 10-year-old album. Sick. No. It's like Sick. 10. Yeah, it's been a minute. I think it was high oh, school. Oh, no. Blueprint 3. Yeah, Blueprint 3 was out in high school. Yeah. yeah. It's been 10 years at least. Since whenever Empire State of Mind came out. Yeah. Sick. That was high school. As I it was like That was like 9th, 10th grade. That was pre-Ethan Could Drive. I'm pretty sure. 09. It's been yeah. 10 years. September 8th, 09. Okay, so Ethan Could Drive. Yeah. He was 17. No. 16, yeah. Can you believe that I made that the Yankee school... hat more famous than a Yankee cane. <laughs> Can you believe that high school 16 year old me CD. was going to google.com and figuring out what a yankee cane was <laughs> i'm mad i'm still mad
Still mad. Anyway, that's been tangents about Jay-Z with Ethan. If a, if a vinyl of the Blueprint 3 shows up at the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 3025, Roanoke, Virginia 24015, I'm not gonna be upset. If two of them. Two of them, ideally. We could share. We could share custody. Share custody. I get it this week. You get it next week. I will install a vinyl player in my truck. Let me tell you what is not gonna work the way you want it to. <laughs> What, my ultra stiff in, truck? In my last apartment, if I walked anywhere while a vinyl was playing, it would skip. Really? Yeah. I do pretty well with vinyl in my house. Let me see if I have any more listener questions, and then I think we're getting close to wrap. Well, I, have a, I, have a, I don't know what time I have a is. brief thing I want to talk about. So do you have any more listener questions? You have one from... Uh, uh, what did what did uh, Katrina McKnight, co-host of Perspective Z of your favorite generational podcast, new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcast now on Spotify, ask? No, just a reminder, that is Perspective Z. Pers- pers- perspective it's Space up. Z, not Perspectives with a Z. Now, what that is, Ethan, just in case you didn't remember, because uh, I know you didn't, it's a podcast hosted by two 15-year-olds giving their perspective on today's world. Very interesting concept. I would recommend checking it out if you haven't I don't, already. I don't Ethan. love to correct you, but uh, Rooch is 16, and she will correct you if I don't. <laughs> but yeah, that's Perspective right. Z, that, your favorite a, generation podcast, much where we get podcasts, deal. and now I think on if Spotify. you said, like, if you were like, oh yeah, uh, back in an is a millennial podcast to 25 year olds i wouldn't be like oh excuse you we're both 26 we're both 26 i forgot you were 26 i figured you did that's why i said that listen man Uh, i'm 26 years old i don't know if you realize that or not uh listen guy okay questions did you feel like the whole mom and billy reunion was expected for the whole your true family is the people that you find on your journey through life idea or were you surprised by it i totally forgot about this super powerful moment billy kid meets his birth that's mother. wild because i actually hated that moment yeah i didn't like that i hated that it. moment i thought that the, that the fact that he was still good the fact that he met his new family and was still going after her pissed me the fortnight off i'm not gonna lie to you i think that's what adopted kids do i guess i don't know but like i felt like if you were gonna if you were gonna do it for the whole like this is my family thing you pushed it too far i don't because know because even after everything like they've been through together moment. even after everything they've done together and the fact that they clearly cared about him he still was like nah screw you guys i'm going back to my mom and i get that yes that is how, how real life works you're not gonna stop looking if they live three blocks away you're gonna go say something but like for the purpose of this movie I felt like they went too far with it I disagree I thought it was a really powerful moment I felt like I was watching Us again and I was like oh crap this is about to get bad. This is about to get really bad. Interesting. Is it the state state fair? His mom was like, you know, stepped away from him for a second. Oh, right. Like, when oh. Yeah, when they replay the scene at the state fair. Yeah, yeah. I was that was definitely big us vibes. Yeah, I was like, oh, crap. This is it. This, watch out for Lupita. I'm going to throw something if Lupita Nyong'o does not get best actress. I'm not going to throw Mart, something. It's Mart. It's April, and I already know that that's, there's nobody that's going to beat that for me. Here's the thing. Can Lupita Nyong'o do any wrong? Absolutely not. Yeah, no, no way. She's the She's best. my third favorite female character in Black Panther and I still love her. Okoye? Okoye, then Shuri, then Nakia. Oh, Shuri, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, follow-up question. Hold on, hold on, Which hold, on adoptive... hold on. Pause that real quick. I want to throw yeah. a quick shout-out to Black Panther f- for this awesome specific thing. reason is that they gave me, like, crazy ethnic African names that me, your standard typical everyday white dude probably wouldn't remember except for the fact that they created amazing characters behind each name that has forced me to remember them. Yeah. I love yeah, that. Big shout out Black yeah. Panther. That I know who Ama- sure is. That I can I can name like everybody's character. Not just the the the, the actor attached to them. That I can name everybody's character. That I know the name M'Baku. R- right. When I see Winston Duke in Us, I'm like, oh, that's M'Baku. Not like, oh, that's Winston Duke. Like, that's M'Baku. Yeah. He was so good as M'Baku. Yeah. We're vegetarians. He's like the fifth male lead. Yeah. All right. Go uh, for it. Follow-up question is to Sam. Which of the adoptive family members did you enjoy watching and slash are relating to most? I was so annoyed by Freddy. 
but I probably relate to him most. I like Freddie a lot. Yeah, I thought that kid did a really good job. Oh yeah, he acted the crap out of the part. I, I think he was supposed to be yeah, annoying. Definitely. Uh, and and he was. But so, he, like, yeah, he pulled it off. He and bravo. but he was also the one that like knocked Billy out of his comfort zone and made him realize that he actually needed friends. Yeah, I, I felt like the other characters like they kept showing them on screen, but I didn't feel like I got much. I liked the girl, Mary, the older girl. The older yeah. girl? Yeah. She seemed nice. Uh, do you think that being in his super form brought out Billy's true thoughts and feelings, or was he feeling more dominant in the state that he was in, which brought him to look down on people in the way that he was not used to? I think he was a 14-year-old and a 40-year-old's I body. definitely think that that's an interesting way that you could spin the fact that neither of those characters made sense with each other. Yeah. That you could, like, you could that, back like, in that, he, like, like, oh, well, when he's when he feels powerful, he's a different person. But I think that you're just, yeah. you're tying a bow around bad writing. Yeah. Or, or poor chemistry work. What do they call that when actors work together? Chemistry? You know the word, yeah. That's the one you're looking for. No, no, but I mean, like, the actual like meetings where they like before the film starts like uh uh harrison ford sits down with the guy and he's like hey this is how you this is how you be oh solo. i know what you're talking about yeah there's a word for that yeah comments these are some comments because i asked for comments i want i want to know what people have to say uh comments from kidsy from generation or perspective z your favorite generational podcast uh comments i loved how asher angel portrayed that the layers of his character i love how asher angel portrayed the layers that his character was experienced with the search for his mom and going through all these new things that people don't usually experience also jack dylan glazer grazer not Jack Glazer. Jack Gla- John, John Glazer loves gear, right? What? What? That was the you w- just got like- that was the worst sentence you've ever said. <laughs> Jack Dylan Glazer was a great choice for sidekick sidekick type character with this conflict with getting in his 15 minutes of fame with Shazam. Oh, believe me, this dude's fame is not done. That kid's gonna get parts. He was already in something else, wasn't he? He's gonna team up with the Stranger Things kids before long. Oh, I'm so excited. Jesus Christ. I know, right? No, he was uh, already in something else. I love that there else. were a lot, of, a lot of young actors in this movie, especially in the sense of them getting into the world of film in a more serious way at such young ages. Also, Zachary Levi, Captain Sparklefingers, was amazing at portraying all of the inner dialogue that someone would be experiencing in his situation. Not that I know anything about being a teenager superhero crying laughing emoji sorry for the mini paragraphs love it i i i actually am super interested as to how these kid characters tracked with the youth i am too because i feel like just reading like the way that she's asking these questions are like oh yeah you got something in this movie yeah yeah yeah, yeah. jack dylan grazer was one of the kids in it uh, so he's got another big movie coming out this year told you he was gonna do something with those stranger things kids yeah literally literally with, with finn wolfhard yeah what a weird that's name. a name you made up kid when you got the first gig to be an actor that his probably his name probably like john thomas and sag was like no way there's there's <laughs> 47 of those and you can only have one he was like fine i'm finn wolfhard what is, what is his real name i'm gonna look like an idiot if it's finn wolfhard i'll tell you that much mike wheeler no that's no, his character <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, Finn Wolfhard, born December 23rd, 2002. So either we do not know his actual name or that is his actual name. Look at that. Who are his parents? No idea. Wolfhard was born in Vancouver, British Columbia to a family of French, German, and Jewish descent. His father, Eric Wolfhard, is a researcher on Aboriginal land claims. Man, what a cool job. He has an older brother named Nick. So yeah, it looks like Finn Wolfhard's probably his actual name. Hmm. As a musician, he is the lead vocalist and guitarist for rock band Calpurnia. Hmm. I actually knew that somewhere in the deep recesses of my brain that he was in a band. Oh, 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 speaking of things on Netflix, I want to talk very briefly about Unicorn Store. Yeah, what you got? Very briefly. Um, basically, I, we, we talked, Tyler and I briefly talked earlier today, which means that Tyler said something about it and I had an entire inner monologue and didn't say anything. Um, mm. but we, Tyler and I are not people qualified to give a whole episode on Unicorn Store. I'll tell you one thing I love about Unicorn store. All Brie Larson is the most amazing person ever. Can I play Kit? This not play. Can I be Kit? First of all, I want. I just want to reiterate the fact that this movie was made over two years ago. Really? 
This was a, this is a an officially listed as 2017 debuted at Toronto International Film Festival in 2017. Dang. So this is not just like Brie Larson learned something from making Captain America and then went on to make a movie, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel, and then went on to make a movie. But like I and I literally I DM'd John Negroni about this. He did not get back to me with an answer. But like, is there a way for me to say that I love Brie Larson because she is so well able to capture the whole like adorable, awkward, and quirky character without using the words adorable? Adorable, awkward, or quirky. She's so She's good. one of the only actresses that when she laughs, I believe it. Here's the truth about Brie Larson that I don't think a lot of people realize is that she's perfect. Uh, and she's so real. Like, she's such a human. And this is something I didn't realize because uh, Scott Pilgrim is so long ago. Maybe, th- like... Go for it. I don't get... I don't, I don't feel like when I watch the MCU that I get to relate to a lot of the characters because most of them are in their 40s. Right. Or are Spider-Man. I want to I talk about several things as related to Brie Larson. First of all, Brie Larson is 29 years old. Exactly. Brie Larson feels like she's She is my 29 age. years old. She is, she is, I think, like, barely three years older than you. Not even. I guess, yes, even. But, like, barely three years older than you, if I remember correctly. October 1st. Yeah. So she's literally three years and two months older than you. Yeah. And she, A, she directed, directed Unicorn Store, which I thought had- Let's- a some some truly phenomenal bits of cinematography. Find me a bad role in these top five films of hers. You, of course, one of them we haven't you can't. seen yet. Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, we haven't seen yet. Room, Scott Pilgrim, Unicorn Store. Find me a bad role. I mean, she's playing Carol Danvers in Avengers Endgame. Like right. we know so what we know that the, we know the, the tracking of that role. But like, yeah. Yep. Room, she won the best actress Oscar for. I haven't actually yep. seen it. I want to very deeply now. I've seen about forty five. It's on Netflix it, at you. this moment. I need to go watch it. I might actually do that tonight, to be honest. But like. Unicorn Square was phenomenal. Um, I just like there. It was it was a phenomenal piece of cinematography. It was it was just a wild and wacky movie. And and I truly think that she got the best out of Samuel L. Jackson. I thought he did really good. I think there's a lot to unpack with his character. I think there's a lot of depth yeah. there. Um, that I mean, you you could make videos about. Maybe we will. I don't know. Um, but that it it had it had one of the most the most striking pieces of camera work I've seen in a long time. In that one scene where they they're going through in sort of like a list format. And, and talking about the different rooms they have inside the store. Mm-hmm. And it's just like super wide shot facing at Samuel L. Jackson and then turns around to face his perspective and super wide shot of Brie Larson in these enormous rooms with very small sets in the middle of them. Yeah. And I was just like, I felt small and insignificant and like I didn't understand what was going on just from I that piece of camera the cam- work. There's, there's so much great camera work. I love, uh, I'll tell you one small, I don't know if it's even a complaint. The modern artist that like she was learning from, I don't think any 18 year old art student would want to learn well that's from, that's especially the, that does that's the style. idea right and but like that first painting she does where she like goes literally outside the lines and paints the whole wall and everybody else did the you know stick in a cup on a right by 12 canvas thing stick in a box stick he was the box. first one to do stick in a box yeah first one okay so so the last thing i want to say about this movie you know our, our boy vaishan right he was on the show a couple weeks ago yeah get out yeah, yeah, you cannot tell me that Mamudu Athi, who played Virgil, is not literally Vaishan. Oh, I thought the same thing. He was in, what, was, what else was he in? He was in a thing. I have no idea. Was he in Get Out? Was he in? What, he what, was what, not. What was he in? He hasn't been in anything else I've seen. Okay. Somebody was in something. There was some crossover. Oh, Bradley Whitford, the uh, dad, oh, the dad. Oh, Bradley, Bradley Whitford, Whitford was in yeah, Get yeah, Out. Yeah. He was the dad in Get Out. Uh, yeah. Joan Cusack was wonderful. Bradley yeah. Whitford was wonderful. I loved their thing. I loved, listen, 
This is an important thing that a lot of teenagers don't get about their summer camp experience that the parents like said in this movie is that like they know you're lying. Yeah, this was Unicorn Store and I don't want to like, I don't want to diminish Brie Larson's efforts by comparing to somebody else at all. But like Unicorn Store was a really good Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got to say about it is is that like going back to the Captain Marvel thing is people should be afraid of Brie Larson. That girl's yeah, got, Thanos specifically. that girl's got big things coming. I, I see within the next five years her being nominated for like a best picture. I don't think Unicorn Store is the answer. It only has 58%. I don't think it is either. Theaters. People, not not everybody loves it, but I think that the bones are there. Yeah. They're like, She's they're like the... I can make a good movie. Yeah. I do want to be Kit for Halloween. Oh, for sure. Like, like paint some overalls and some pastels and wear a backwards hat. I can do that in a and rainbow like, top. And like, no one would get it. I bet people would. Because it'll be irrelevant next week. <laughs> oh, I know. It's not going to last. All right. Well, cool. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Because right. we are a little bit over time. We are indeed. Uh, uh, Big ranking. Big ranking for this film. I mean, the villain ranking is not great. Like, let's be real here. No, villain ranking is not good. Uh, What did we review last week, Ethan? The Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Okay, that is on our list. Okay, cool. Um, It's better than Venom, no doubt. Uh, Better than Transformers, Crimes of Grindelwald, Lego Me Too, National Treasure, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Lego Batman. This is where I sort of get it. Yeah, what's... So, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Lego Batman. Lego Batman. What's above Lego Batman? Hunger Hunger Games. Games? What's above Hunger Games? Emperor's New Groove. I think you go right above Lego Batman, honestly. You think this is not as good as the I Hunger actually Games? don't, yeah. I was I was pleasantly surprised by our, our viewing of the Hunger Games. Yeah, I actually I mean I don't I don't put it above what's above Emperor's New Groove? Bumblebee. Yeah, no, no. I love Bumblebee. I really do. I love that movie. <laughs> I, I want it like I want it on four K. I want to watch oh, it again. I really do. I want to hang out with Haley really Steinfeld. Oh, all the time. so it's not as good as, as Bumblebee. It's, I don't think it's as good as Emperor's New Groove. No, I don't either. I think you're yeah. right there. Uh, I mean, um, you, you can put Hunger it either Games side of the better. Hunger Games, honestly. It's, it's it's sort of right there. I definitely think it's better than Lego Batman. Yeah, Lego Batman was... Uh, it didn't quite didn't quite hit the mark I expected. No, but it was very either. good. I enjoyed it. I think this is better than Lego Batman. I think this is probably DC's best effort since Lego Batman. Yeah, definitely. It was... Yeah. Again, haven't seen Aquaman. Cannot stress that enough. I haven't seen Aquaman. There, there is a very real chance that I will we watch gotta, Aquaman yeah, and be I, like, I, oh I think my before God. we review... At least before we review Endgame, we... Hey, you and I both have to watch Aquaman. We can't keep doing this. Well, we could, I mean, we could do it for next week if you want it. It's on digital. I, I don't I really want to do it. I don't really want to do three <laughs> superhero movies in a row. I guess. Is so Endgame is immediately after that. We're only two weeks away from our Endgame review. No, we have a week off. Not a week off. Well, yeah. Oh, oh shit. You're right. Here's, we'll here's, talk. Here's my proposal to you, yeah. Ethan, for Endgame. I almost want to release the Endgame episode like the Friday after it comes out, like the day. After I think it we comes should. Out. I was actually going to say the same thing. Like, oh, we didn't upload on Thursday because we're watching Endgame. And then we came home, fell asleep, woke up, reviewed Endgame. Might have to review that night. Might have to work. We'll, we'll talk. It needs to go up that weekend. Yeah. Either we either we do an ep- two days in a row or we just push Thursday back. Right. I wouldn't mind, like, I, I really want to revisit all the Avengers films. And I wouldn't mind doing, like, an episode like, this is our review of uh, like a revisited Avengers. We'll, one, two, we'll, and three. we'll talk. We'll talk. Uh, yeah. We could we could figure something out for that. Um, but yeah, I think it should absolutely go up that Friday. Well, we need to figure out what we're gonna do next week. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out. I don't think that needs to be okay. like said on this episode. Like you got to think about the people watching five years from now. They don't care. They just click That's over to the true. next one. They probably already listened to it. They're, they're sitting right. there like they're going back. They're sitting there going backwards. They're like, right. I know you just reviewed the birds. I don't think it'll be the birds. I don't think I can do that right now. Oh, you were the one that said we Hitchcock. Will, though. We, I know. I know. We can do Hitchcock. I just don't think that I'm would not be my number. That would be my number probably 10 pick. You just got to do the things people have seen. I agree with that. But like if we're doing deep cut Hitchcock, like how many 15 year olds do you know that watch Hitchcock? Not many. Yeah.
What is what is happening right now? Sorry, I'm gonna die of heat. All right, well, we're, we're, yeah, we did the we did the big board. Uh, we need a breakfast food. Breakfast food. This is a fun breakfast, man. This is this is like pancakes with a smiley face. This is like pancakes with strawberries, man, and like yeah, like the whole chocolate pancakes with all the all the goodies and the nummy nummy tummies and the all the nummiest treats you can imagine. Burger rings. Burger rings, LMP, Coke Zero. I know, I'm warm too, buddy. We'll be done in a second. Oh, I was turning it down because I could see that the feedback was bad. Uh, yeah, so that's that's where I'm in with that. We're looking at like a big pancake breakfast, like real just jolly. I'm with that, dude. I'm with that. It's like free. Yeah, it's like, like it's like free bolt. pancake day at IHOP. It, it, yeah, it's like free pancake day at IHOP. You know why? Because if you go, you're not going to be disappointed. But if you don't go, like you didn't really miss anything. It's just pancakes. Right. Exactly. Anyway, you can find us the show at Bacon and Eggs Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can find Tyler at Americarlin. You can find me on Instagram at Bacon Ethan. You can find me on Twitter at Wow Now. But the O's are zeros. You can find us all at baconandeggsmedia.gml.com as well as baconandeggs.media the website that we probably need to update. Probably, but we haven't just yet. Additionally, all of our graphics are done by graphite.vmb. You can email Vaishan. He's the one that does those. Uh, his info is in the description. Our music is done by Andrew Scott Bell. If you need music for a podcast or a movie or custom music for really any project, you can email him or go to his website, andrewscottbell.com and get in contact with him uh, and he'd be happy to help. Yeah. Um, also use promo code bacon at Carl brotherscoffee.com slash discount slash bacon to get 10% off your entire order. Thank you, Carlin Brothers Coffee, for sponsoring this episode. Thank you so much. And additionally, if you've been listening this far, you know, our podcast isn't something that produces, like, viral success. Uh, our show grows through word of mouth. That's our biggest way of growing, and we would love to grow this show. So if you love our podcast, please tell a friend about it. Post about it on Facebook. Share something about it on Twitter. Uh, we would yeah. love to just grow the show so that we can spread this community to more people because I truly believe this is a positive community that helps lift people up. And if you think so too uh it's only beneficial to share this with your friends yeah we don't we don't pay to market the show we don't have any kind of like agency doing this for us we are just out here boots on the ground telling people about the show so if you want to help us out the best thing you can do is share it with somebody directly you know tweet about it at you know twitter or instagram use use hashtag bacon and eggs pod that's our new hashtag i just decided right this minute just get people talking about it you know, if, if you want to leave us a review on iTunes, that'd be awesome. If you want to, you know, list, re, leave us a review wherever you wherever you do listen, that'd be awesome as well. Just tell somebody about the show. That's the best thing you can do. People ask us all the time, like, how can I help you? Just tell somebody. Make somebody listen. Yep. Put them in the car with you and be like, hey, I love these guys. They do a great show. Let other people know. That's all we're asking. Yeah. Additionally, I mean, if you have some extra resources and you want to support the show financially, uh, we do have a Patreon page set up. Patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. A lot of great reward tiers. Be sure to check those out. Um, even if you don't pledge, there's some old blog and stuff on there that are free for everybody to view. Uh, I'm sure you can get some enjoyment out of those. Anyway, that's all I've that's got. That's all I've got as well. I've been Ethan Edgehill. He's been Tyler Carlin. Until next week, Arrivederci. And his name is Captain Sparklefingers. <laughs>